Good evening, Jen here. It is Thursday, April 13th. Um, today I wanted to talk a little bit about friendship, but also um, <clears throat> expectations around friendship and around relationships. Um, first and foremost, today is my best friend Adri's birthday, so shout out to her. She's 40. Um, she's my friend who moved away and, um, so, you know, I only get to see her once or twice a year. Um, and that was a very traumatic event for me when it happened and actually is kind of what led me back into the dating world because, um, when I left, when she left, I felt her absence um, because she was my person, the person I did everything with. And I realized um, after that that I really wanted to find my actual person, the person that I could be with as a partner and share life with and um, count on 100%. Um, so I've been trying to date and find a man to fill those shoes and to build a life with. But um, I have some things to say about that. <laughs> because before she moved away, I was very content with having my friends. And because she was there, you know, she was the one I could always count on for things um, to do things with last minute, to go have dinner with, to go see a particular movie or um, a book reading or whatever it was that we decided to do. And I really didn't feel the absence of a man all that much. I certainly, you know, miss the physical intimacy, but it's not like I didn't still do that once in a while. Um, it just wasn't on a regular basis, obviously, because I wasn't in a relationship. But <clears throat> um, so what I kind of want to talk about is societal expectations, because I really think, especially in the Midwest, um, the conservative part of the country, um, I think it's the norm for people to just feel like you have to find a partner, whether um, I think in this part of the country, it's still very traditional. So a man and a woman get married, whatever, build a partnership. Um, but obviously, you know, as different types of couples become more the norm and people become safe coming out, you know, you have lots of different kinds of couples, but it's still very much couples based around that partner that you build a life with. And I just don't understand why we can't make it the norm that like, kind of like the golden girl scenario, why can't a group of women who trust each other and love each other and maybe don't want to settle down with one man or just haven't found that one man and are okay with themselves being single. Um, why is it not okay for women or a group of men to decide to build a life with each other and to either, if not living in the same house, you know, living near each other and being support systems for each other and having those be your life partners. 
And I I feel like there's a lot of us out there who would be perfectly happy doing that. Um, But I think there's just so, there's just not enough, in my case, women out there that I think are willing to do that. Um, I think there's still the societal pressure. I think, you know, some people really truly just do want that male partner or female partner, whatever it may be that's more romantic and more sexually based as opposed to plutonic friendships where you support each other and you're each other's companions, um, just in the general sense. So I I think I have a different perspective than a lot of people because I've been single for so long that, you know, I really do have my my own rhythm to my life that I'm happy with. Um, it's not to say that I couldn't make room for a man. And trust me, I'm, I'm still dating. I still would like to meet a man. Um, but I'm also 100% okay with my life as it is. And for me, it's really more about having that person you can count on no matter what. Having that person or those people that you don't have to worry about them moving away from you because their husband takes them away or their wife takes them away. I've had so many people move away <clears throat> because they got married and or because, you know, their spouse's job took them away or um, something like that. And... At the same time, like as a single person, you just kind of accept and you and you really understand that life is constantly changing and there really isn't anything you can fully depend on. And you kind of just have to be okay and comfortable with that and knowing that and you have to continually adapt as things do change. And that is something that I've had to do over and over again. So even if I found the right man to spend my life with, I there's still no guarantees. So I guess, you know, as much as much as I do want that for myself, <clears throat> I'm kind of backtracking from where I was even a month ago to where I'm kind of going back to being okay, just kind of being single and not really worrying too much about it. Like I was really kind of aggressive about finding someone for about the last six months. And now I'm kind of going back the other way again, where I'm just really want to be super content no matter what life brings me. And I really don't want to work so hard at it. I want it to happen organically. I've said this since I was a teenager, that relationships are just more difficult unless they happen organically because you have more time to build something real. You're not put under pressure to perform like on a date or to define what the relationship is because you're in that specific situation to see if that person's meant for you. Like it's just too much pressure. And I feel like it does affect how you interact with that person. 
you aren't your natural self, you aren't meeting in a neutral situation where you can 100% be yourself. I mean, people can say it all day long, well, just be yourself. It, it, it's not, I, I am myself and I can be myself, but there's still that added pressure and that need to, to somehow figure out in a short amount of time if this person in this space with me is the one. Like, it's just very bizarre. It's not something I've ever really understood or ever adapted to. And although I have met some great guys doing that, um, I think part of the reason nothing has ever worked out is because of that pressure. And I really just want to be able to meet people and be in a friendship space and not have that be the end goal. And if somehow we gravitate towards each other because we just really enjoy that person, and then if that turns into something more romantic, then that's amazing. And it will feel more natural and it will feel not stressful and not anxious and there's no hurry to define it. And I'm just, like, I know that I'm guilty of this because I think I've ended relationships early for that reason as well. But I don't know. It, it's a fine line between, you know, putting yourself in a situation where you, you could develop feelings and then be taken advantage of and you know, allowing a relationship to evolve into what it's meant to be. Like, it's just, that's kind of what I mean by the pressure. When you're going on dates with the specific goal of finding the one, it's just a very mucky, confusing, awkward scenario. I really don't want to meet someone that way. I don't think that's the natural way to do it. It's not organic. And so far, I've had no luck doing it that way. And really, most of my friends, even who've done dating apps, still ended up meeting their significant other outside of the dating app world. Like, very few of my friends have met that way. I know there's a lot of success stories, and that's great. Um, I just don't know that it's for me. And I've been saying this for two decades, and yet here I am still trying to do dating apps. So I don't know. Um... I'm probably at a point where I'm going to go off all but one of them and I'll just hop on there and see, you know, what pops up. In the meantime, I really kind of just want to focus this summer on being with my friends and finding my fun again and being the fun gen that I've kind of lost over the last couple of years doing stuff for me, stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, Like I think I said in a previous podcast, I want to say yes to more things and not be such a hermit because I really have isolated a lot in the last two years. And I do think that started with the pandemic. And then I was just dealing with some of my own personal demons. And then I just, yeah, I just kind of became a bad habit. So 
And I really want to get back to the frame of mind that I don't need to be defined. A successful life and a successful relationship is one with yourself, not with a significant other. Like a significant other can definitely add to your life, but that can look a variety of different ways. It doesn't have to look like a romantic partner. It doesn't have to look like one friend. It could be multiple friends. It could be, you know, a niece or a daughter. It could, I mean, it could, it could look so many different ways. And we just don't celebrate those untraditional, quote unquote, families enough. I have a fairly close knit family that I see regularly, but I also have a family of friends that I absolutely consider my family. And they're the ones that I confide the most in. They're the ones that know the most about me. They're the ones I depend on. And it's my friends who've gotten me through my toughest times. So I think we need to kind of get rid of that illusion that finding that one significant romantic partner is going to somehow solve our problems or make us complete or oh we finally figured it out like that's an illusion and there's plenty of marriages that I know that are not happy and not healthy so I've always said I'd rather be single than in a bad relationship 100% and until I find the right person I will continue to be single because I deserve to be in the right relationship, not just a relationship. So that's what was on my mind today. Um, Relationships are hard. They're usually the most meaningful aspects of your life, which to me are relationships are also the most difficult because we have to learn to navigate a lot of different aspects and a lot of different scenarios. And I really 100% believe if we can just put ourselves out there with 100% authenticity, truthfulness, um, vulnerability, positivity, we will attract the person who's meant for us and we will attract the friends who are meant for us all the people in our life that will bring us what we need in those moments I, I can say with certainty that at every step of my life someone new has come into it that has fulfilled something that was missing in me and in my life and they just brought so much more to my life, more layers, more color, more everything. And sometimes friends who come into your life leave your life for different reasons. And again, not everyone's meant to stay in your life, but I think it's important to embrace whatever life brings you and just be happy in the moment and not worry about checking some box 
of expectation for your life. I can 100% say I still do want to find that male partner that I can build a life with, but I don't want to do it at the expense of my present happiness, and I don't want to do it at the expense of me not enjoying the friendships that I have now in my life at this moment. I don't want to minimize those because I feel this missing piece in my life. Because the reality is you're never missing anything. You have to be 100% fulfilled within yourself. And it I know it's a cliche, but... I think it's important to feel it on every level and that can be difficult to do sometimes because there are things that we want naturally as humans and things don't always pan out the way we think they will or the way we want them to and so we really do have to be enough within ourselves because if we're not, we spend our whole lives wanting and yearning and that's not to say there there isn't a place for wanting and yearning. There is, just don't let it consume your life. And don't let it prevent you from enjoying your current status and your current present situation. And that's where that balance between, you know, the creed of Buddhism where you're just always in the present moment. I think there's a balance between living in the moment and being grateful and just present all the time And having a space where you're making plans and you're setting goals and you're still hoping for things in your life. Like it it is a delicate balance. And it's one that I'm still figuring out. I think we all do like constantly in our lives um, try and determine what that balance needs to look like. And it changes depending on the place in our life. If we're trying to build a career versus having a family versus, you know, maybe retiring from a job and making plans that way. I mean, where we're at in our life obviously plays a role in what we give our focus to. So just be aware of where you're at and what it is you want right now. Or what it is you can be grateful for right now and just be happy about in this moment. I'm, I'm getting better and better at it year by year. And it would be great to get to a point where I'm just 100% content all the time. I don't think that's probably realistic because as humans, um, we're going to human And to human means you're going to feel all the feelings and all the emotions. And what I think is more important is giving ourselves grace through those moments and understanding that sometimes the sad, deeply sad moments can be just as beautiful as the really joyous moments in our lives. And we don't appreciate one without the other. So to embrace all of life and all that it brings us every emotion whether we view that as negative or positive is the goal 
feel it all, process it all. And in the sadder moments of life, create art because that the greatest art comes from sadness, I think, a lot of times. Not always, but a lot of times there's more beauty that comes out of those deep, dark, visceral moments of sorrow just as much so as some of the more joyous and happy moments because there's beauty in all of it. And I'm just going to end with my friend because I started with my friend, Adri, who turned 40 today. Um, we've had a few rough spots um, since she left. Um, she's been gone for about three years now. And one thing I'm learning in that friendship is just to, number one, give her grace for when I have those moments where I don't feel like she's meeting my quote-unquote expectations, but also to give myself grace in moments where I'm not sure what my emotions should be, whether I should be understanding or whether I should be angry or resentful because it has been hard being so far away from each other and the give and take of staying in touch and you know making efforts and we both have our own lives that we're living and our own responsibilities and it's not the easiest type of relationship to navigate the distance relationship so I guess I just want to end with number one, my gratitude that we even experienced up to this point, the friendship that we've experienced because it's been magical and amazing, but also that we will go through growing pains and we're going through them now. And I think we will be fine. And, you know, there's always another day and another opportunity to see how it can blossom in a different way. It might look a little different. It might feel a little different. But we have to give each other grace and we have to exude patience and understanding and kindness. So happy birthday to my friend, and I hope you all have a wonderful Thursday, and I will talk to you later. Good night.